good evening, and welcome to the KZFR 90.1 FM Writing on Air program with guest producer and curator Guillermo Mash. This evening's episode spotlights Writing for Donuts, Volume 2, a collection of writing by Butte County's homeless youth, accented by the musical creations of Sixth Street Center for Youth. Our episode this evening spotlights the young adult creatives at Sixth Street Center for Youth and Josh Indar, a.k.a. The Donut Guy, who compiled and edited Writing for Donuts Volume 1 and 2. From the introduction to both volumes, the first time I visited the Sixth Street Drop-In Center, I left feeling like a complete failure. I was supposedly there to tutor someone, but who that person was and what subject they needed help in were mysteries to me. At the time, I was finishing grad school while working part-time with the Butte County Office of Education School Ties program, where I still work today. Our program serves the homeless and foster youth population of Butte County, giving out backpacks and school supplies every August, making sure homeless kids have a bus pass so they can get to school, tutoring in every grade and subject, and ensuring that educational rights are upheld. But that day, in 2008, I had no idea what I was supposed to be doing. Hi, this is Josh Indar, KZFR programmer and tutoring coordinator for Butte County Office of Education's School Ties program. We serve homeless and foster students all over Butte County. I put together this collection of writing by Butte County youth experiencing homelessness because I felt that the voices of our youth were being drowned out by the seemingly endless recitations of harmful stereotypes and ignorant attitudes that unfortunately have become common in our community discourse. These stereotypes are harming our youth. They prevent us from seeking solutions to a problem we all agree needs to be dealt with. It's my hope that when folks hear what these young people are going through in their own words, they will come to a better understanding of the crisis we're facing. And maybe it will motivate the leaders in our community to create positive change instead of pointing fingers and casting blame. Working with these young people has been a great honor in my life, and I'm always amazed at their creativity and resilience. Their insight is crucial to our understanding of what's going on in our community. Thank you for listening to them. Buggy. When I first met him in San Francisco, it was really sweet. He was a smiling face that gave me warmth and friendship, and that's hard to find in this world. I love you, Buggy. If you ever hear this, man, you're so loved, and I hope you still have that warm smile. Now I'm about to read your poem, Shower. Shower. I haven't showered in four months by choice. I don't know why I did it, but I did. I wash off my layer of dirt, dust, and crust today. I don't think I'll ever smell the same again. My dirt layers fell off in a cascade of filth and body soil, which I once wore for protection from the rest of the world. And as far as my hair went, the water was pitch black, a pure dread sludge. I don't know, I wrote this this poem when I was like 20 or something. Two wheels on my scooter, I mob around town. I see the many faces, I hear the many sounds. Blessed rugged concrete, have I found my place here, amongst the lost pennies in the litter? I grit my teeth and smile, it's only for a while, I'll be homeless with style and pull leaves from my long hair. This one's for anybody who likes walking barefoot. 
It's a shame that our children cannot run freely through the open fields without the fear of thorns in their heels. And it's a shame that our children cannot live without fear of persecution. The walls we've built will only tear us apart. I'll rip up the roads and create my own. You know, we just got done with some beautiful readings from poetry that you had in that Writing for Donuts. Maybe share some words with our listeners around how important that program was to you in the moment and what it means to you now that you have a book in your hand. Yeah, uh, I started doing Writing for Donuts when I first became homeless. I was uh, 17 probably, and uh, it, you know... In the moment, it's like uh, write something and receive a donut, and that's what it's for in my mind. But everything I wrote during that time that I was mindlessly writing for a donut now has become very, you know, precious. So it's good to have this book in my hand for the small amount of time that I spent. And uh, the donuts aren't what matters in the end. It's this book. Yeah, it is. And I I just want to shout out my good friend Josh Indar for, for being so loving and caring and just he just kind of sets up an environment you show up you write get a donut you know he kind of lets people be creative and create what they want to create and uh, it's a beautiful thing isn't it uh you think it's for the donut but it's for this book and the memories in the end him and i would do i did went over there for writing for donuts and we were both kind of like this is so cool to be able to spend time with youth and he's like yeah it lifts everyone the, the pre- people doing the writing the people reading it and anyone that's involved what do you think well, I like also that it's not a, a set criteria, right? So you can come in and say, like, you write a poem about how badly your feet stink. He'll put it in the book. He'll save it for you, and you get your donut. It's not, it, we only accept things that are serious or, like, deeply emotional. It's write something, get a donut. Thank you, Kay Alba. When I was in the caste system of the untouchables, when no one would look at me, when no one would give me the time of day, give me a breath to see, give me a breath to feel. Alley cat. Alley cat. I wake up to the rain, finally feel as homeless as they tell me I am. While I freeze, smell the trees, I wish I could just stay dry while I cry. Through the rain, to get rid of the pain. Wet socks. Kicking rocks, running like an alley cat. Stop me if you want to chat. Years when I was a dead man. World of lost souls. World of lost souls. Hi, our names are Prudence and Adam. Adam is a mind trapped in the world of lost souls. Prudence is a mind in a dog's form. Adam is looking to break free of this beautiful slash dangerous world. We are all alone, but not in the same sense. His only companion is prudence. Having a fear of people and knowing not one is good, even yourself. If you have a self-image, choosing to be quiet is the only thing I can see myself doing well. I'm just lost, and I'm at peace with that. All I want to is to travel the earth and spread the love to all who have a mind. We are homeless, but I shall still smile. Cause I get by with a little help from my friends. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Like you. So if I was to ask you, Adam, what one thing would you fix out here, man? What would it be? Um, to love more people. Love more people. How? Um, Love how? Love harder. Like, go out and, like help take care of them like you see someone that, like is less fortunate than you then like actually like go and 
Like, help them. Don't just be like, oh, I know a place that can help you. How about you actually get off your butt and help us? Yeah. I think, I think Prudence likes that idea. Guillermo Mash here. You just heard the wisdom and care of Adam DuBose, a frequent contributor to Writing for Donuts. Our next writing selection is from Vivian, someone who wrote for a donut just once. She was pleased to know that her sole contribution was recognized. Human animals, all one word, H-U-M-A-N-I-M-A-L-S. I take all of my emotions and compact them into a ball the size of a needlehead, coax fading memories into the deepest cavity in my brain. Don't overthink, just be. A repetitive voice in my head snarls at me. Too late. Thoughts are racing through my troubled mind like a derailing freight train. After years of cutting ties, disappearing and running away, I was finally free. When attachments are non-existent, freedom hits you like a punch in the face. Yet just as my fortress was complete, you appear with a wrecking ball to completely and utterly annihilate me. Now I'm left picking up the pieces. All protection lost. Resentment courses through my veins. Gives me the strength to heave myself up. Out of the rubble. I force myself to painstakingly collect fragments and piece them back together until there is hardly a crack to be noticed. Where did it go? I ponder. My value for life. The ability to appreciate a simple breath of fresh air or a full moon on a cloudless night. It's disappointing how long I had witnessed my mother jump from one married man to another, always being manipulated, abused, and thrown out like garbage. A constant cycle of needing money, drugs, alcohol, repetitively searching for the next scumbag to take care of her needs, no matter what the mental price may be for either of us. Now I catch myself in a similar cycle of being weak enough to depend on other humans when I've known from quite the early age that humans cannot be trusted. So this is it. I have finally woken up and realized that I don't need a man. I don't need to self-medicate to deal with my anger and depression. I don't need people to like me because I love myself and I can deal with any problem life throws at me without anyone's useless guidance as much as i love the human animal it's dawned on me that loving someone who doesn't feel the same way is like slowly bleeding to death why put yourself through such emotional devastation for someone who doesn't appreciate it or even notice so onward i say to the next adventure life has in store for me Who knows what the future holds, but I do know that I am no longer frightened of what may happen. Hi, this is Mir over at the bookstore in downtown Chico, and I'm reading from this great new collection of writing called Writing for Donuts. This is volume two, and there's some really great work in here. This was put together by Josh Indar. And it's a lot of material written by 
the folks over at the 6th Street drop-in center. And I'm going to start with a poem called Broken Sea Glass. The author is Loredana. On an island far away, I thought I found solace under the shade of a peach tree. I could dive into cool oceans, float on diamond waters, lazy yellow days blooming into soft purple nights, lay out on the beach, feel gold sand like butter under my salted caramel feet, and my worries melt away to frothy milk tides. I'd spend early mornings plucking pineapples and coconuts from leafy trees like chocolate pearls, or eat a rainbow of tropical fish over a volcanic bonfire. But when I finally got there, I saw my mirage melt into the sea, shadowed by dead grass and trees, and an empty sorrowful sky, and all I wanted was a ride back home. The next selection is entitled Curses and Medication, and the author is Sarah Clifton. I woke up in this dream only to find that my third eye was blind. I fell asleep, swimming in a, a pond of ethereal stew, asking, why should I wake up? Will I ever see? Will I ever again be a we? I had a dog. She was my best friend. I have a new pet now, the sloth. I'm flying south soon. Will my new pet become a bird, singing to the forests? Will my new pet become a lamb, humble, bowing before us, with no quiver and no shake, no embarrassment about mistakes? Will my new pet be a dragon, filled with fire-breathing passion? And this, this last selection is entitled Lost by Justin F. The mind is a mysterious place, a dangerous place, filled with all we hide, walking deep within the darkest secrets, the happiest moments, stuck like walking through a dark forest. The moon shines a path, shows the way, ah, darkness. Clouds overhead darken the path. Lost once again, walking one way, going another. Memories hurt, feelings hurt. The mind knows all, fells all, lost. Waiting deeper and deeper, seeing no way, seeing nothing. Mysterious, the unknown, my mind is lost. My mind is lost, lost. The following reading and musical performance was recorded at the Writing for Donuts Volume 2 book launch at the Museum of Northern California Art on Friday, November 19th, 2021. Next up, uh, we have Onyx. Okay, first off, I would like to thank Melissa. Without her, I would not be here. Open mic and reading about awareness has always been a really big part of my life and I've always wanted to spread awareness to people. This first story is going to be the reality of being abused and the reality of self-harm. And just a little look into what it could be like for somebody. It's called I'm Stronger Than the Silver Knife. As I walk into the doors of the kingdom, I'm literally watching me in my costume. Judging and laughing at me, the jester, throwing rotten fruits as entrapped, as entrapped. The principal walks out. The royalty stopped laughing. It was all in my head. That's a nice outfit. 
voice from behind me and said, I turned around. Dustin, the popular boy, giving me a compliment. I looked down and realized he saw the scars on my legs from my tough past. I lose faith. The royalty starts laughing again. Dustin Morrison to me, a copy of me. I'm sorry, Dad, I'm sorry. There goes Scar 16. The principal walks up. Logan? Logan, are you okay? He asks. Yeah, I yell, not knowing I'm yelling. I must have fell because I was on the floor when I woke up. When I opened my eyes, as he helped me up, he saw the fresh cuts on my wrist and arms. Uh, Logan, what did you use to do those? A silver knife. I responded. Did I really just tell him that? I was more dizzy than I thought. How recent? He asked. Two weeks. I answered. That's it. We're assigning you to a counselor. He said. No, I say firmly. Why not? He asked. Because. For I am stronger than the silver knife. Come up here and play. This is Viper. These selections are from a chapter called Hope, The Occasion of Living by Courtney B. The earth spins and the birds sing, the sun gives a warm greeting. You rise to the occasion of living, taking in each moment as it arrives. It doesn't matter what they tell you. Moments of weakness are normal. You are who you are because you've triumphed through such times many times before. Their lack of understanding and acceptance reflects on them, not you. You are strong, unique, and worthy of respect. If nothing else, you always have the special person found within you to rely on. The earth spins and the birds sing. The sun gives a warm greeting. You look to the skies and burst with emotion, for this is life. You Can by Talara. When the world seems to grow distant and life seems no fair, just look at the birds that chirp and fly through the air. You can choose to make it. Nothing comes easy though. When you feel like giving up, just remember, you're able to grow. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, because in the end, you have to be your own best friend. It's not up to them how your future goes. It's up to you what your future holds. Overcoming obstacles is an everyday test. Just believe in yourself and do your best. That's the way the cookie crumbles, even when we fall and stumble. We have to pick ourselves up and try again. Nothing happens overnight, but keep working and your results just might you'll start to see your life getting better. This is a poem and a story and a letter because I know, and I struggle too. I'm walking through this life just like you. Ember by Alex Jury. There exists deep among frozen coal beds an ember, bright and radiant, waiting to be fed. It yearns for a breath, asphyxiated in neglect, smoldering in tinder, sour from regret. The basin stirs, and ashes churn in the whispers of shifting currents and ever-flowing sands. The march of time shakes the dust and twists the wind. The ember flares, consuming the gift of life eternal. It inhales the anger, eats through jealousy, cleanses the malice and the fallacies. Let it grow, that it may become infernal, the brightest star on this side of the sky. 
Of Heart and Home by Braylon. Home, it seems so distant and far away, like the sun peeking over the horizon and darting away. Fleetingly sweet, a dream, but one well dreamt. Home, home is where you rest your head. Home is where you have a comfortable bed. Home is where I'm secure and content. Home is where my heart beats with the ones I love. To a rhythm only I know, secretly inside of me. I have almost forgotten that feeling of home, but soon I will remember as I create my new home and build it upon the foundations of my heart. Writing for Donuts, Volume 2, a collection of writing by Butte County's homeless youth, is available for purchase at the bookstore, 118 Main Street, Chico, California. Guillermo Mash, on behalf of KZFR and Writing on Air, thank all of the voices who contributed to this radio segment and to the 104 writers featured in this book. A. Aaron, Adam, Alex Jury, Alexa B., Alexander Wolf, Amanda C., Angel, Anonymous, Ashley, Bray, H.W., Breland, Buggy, Carrington Forbes, Cedra T., Coral D., Courtney B., Death, Dennis G., Donna A., Dr. Jones, a.k.a. Doughboy, E., E.I.T., Emperor, Augustus the Elitist, Figs, Flying Spirit, Gabby, Gabby R, Girl, Gypsy, Haiti, Hezzy, aka Heather S, HG, Jace, Jackson NJ, James, Jamie, Jimmy V, Joe, Jose, Joseph, Joseph Frank, Josh, JR, Justin, Justin F, Justin Fernandez, Justin R, K, Kim S, Crystal Gatewood, Kyle, Kyle M, Kyle T, Lily, Loredana, Lucia, M, Melinda, Mama Bear, Manalo G, Maxon, Mike R, Moose, Natalie Stowe, Nick, Prudence and Adam, Purple Dragon, Robert H, Robert L, Rocco W, Ross, S, Sandwich, Sarah Clifton, Shadow, Shay, Sean P, Sean Pope, Shelley, Shoteo, Sienna, Scarassi, Scarassi Spyglass, Sky, Spencer Douglas Hines, Stephanie, Summer, Sweet, Talara, Taylor K, That One Girl, The Son You Used to Know, Tim L, Tyler, Unknown, Veronica, Vivian, Will, Will F, Zachary Foster, Zach, and Zane S. A big shout out to Sixth Street Records, Volume 1 and 2, for our musical selections including the Sixth Street song. Until the next time, always remember, if you have a roof, be grateful. Oh, I got stranded in Chico Found a little place called Sixth Street Oh, they gave me food 